Good evening, good evening, good evening, Baltimore. Welcome to Man in the Mirror with your host, Hezekiah Montgomery, and co-host, Michelle Johnson. Tonight, we will be discussing when nothing goes right. Um, And before we move on, I will um, open up in prayer, and then we'll continue. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, again, we bow down as um, humble servants, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for lying down last night. Thank you, Lord, for waking us up to a day we've never seen before, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the sunshine, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the rain, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for all those who have been listening to Man in the Mirror, Lord. And we pray that they, as we learn something tonight, that they will learn something tonight as well, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that we can come to you even when things don't even want to go right in our lives right now, when we're going through our season, Lord. We just thank you, Lord. You said, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to thy own understanding. And all thy ways acknowledge you, and you shall direct our path, Lord. Help us to continue to know that you are directing our path, Lord. And we will never fail to give you all glory, honor, and praise. And we ask all these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. And Amen. I will I will apologize. Tonight's show was, you know, part of our um, office month, office in the real. But unfortunately, our guest tonight, Ms. Tamara McKnight, um, got sick and was not able to make it tonight. So we came up, you know, we'll, we rescheduled that show to next week. So be prepared to come on next week, and I'll do a pre-show in the middle. So that way, we'll, you know, everybody will know when that show will be on and we'll be ready, and we want her to get well as well. So keep her in your prayers as well. And tonight, um, we'll be talking about what happens when life starts going off course and nothing is going right no matter how hard you try. What do you do? What does the Bible say about it, Michelle? What does God say? And as always, before we get started, if you have a question or comment, please press number one on your phone, and you will be put in our queue. And as I said, um, have you ever had one of those days when nothing goes right? When you have a lot on your plate and you're trying to get it all done? What do you do? Well, life has a habit of, you know, life has a habit of going bad. Again, what do you do? As I said, tonight's show was changed in the midst of a very long day, but guess what? We have to be prepared for anything. So besides this long day, as I said before, um, I had to change everything this evening, and God gave me this. What do you do as part of our show when, you know, when life just stops and things are just so confusing you don't know what to do? Um, Tonight we're going to... I'm talking about the process of what to do when things go wrong. I like what David did when his men came back from the camp and the, um, and the women and children were gone because they left them unattended. At that very moment, his men were ready to stone him. What was David to do? What would you do if everyone turned their back on you and ready to do you in? So Michelle, have you ever had any days like that when things just doesn't don't want to go right? Oh, I think we all have, and I definitely have had days like that where it was just a totally frustrating day or week or month where it just didn't seem like anything was going my way. 
and I had one of those days today, but, you know, we must go on. We must keep pressing. You know, we must keep pressing. And I'll read, David destroys the Amalekites, and this was after David destroyed the Amalekites. David and his men reached Ziklag on the third day. Now, the Amalekites had, I'm sorry, I'm reading out of 1 Samuel chapter 30, verses 1 through 6. David and his men reached Ziklag on the third day. Now, the Amalekites had raided the Negev and Ziklag. They had taken captive the women. Um, and uh, they had attacked Ziklag and burned it and had taken captive the women and everyone else in it, both young and old. They killed none of them, but carried them off as they went on their way. When David and his men reached Ziklag, they found it destroyed by fire and their wives and sons and daughters taken captive. David was having one of those days. So David and his men wept aloud until they had no more strength left in them. David's two wives had been captured. Ahinoam and Jezreel and Abigail, the widow of Nabal of Carmel. David was greatly distressed because the men were talking of stoning him, and each one was bitter in spite and bitter in spirit because his sons and daughters, but David found strength in the Lord his God. Now read that again. David was greatly distressed because the men were talk, talking of stoning him. Each one was bitter in spirit because of his son and daughters. So the men were distressed. They were destroyed. They were bitter. But David found strength in the Lord his God. So David wasn't having a good day. He had to actually pray. He actually had to talk to God. He actually had to find somewhere in his spirit to worship God and to get his spirit back, you know, get himself back together. And that's okay because God understands that we are going to have those kind of days in our lives. We are going to go through. You know, what What do you think was, now, now, if you were David in the show, what would you think, you know, what would be on your mind? The Lord was trying me. No, you would think he was trying you, right? This is a test. This is only a test of the national broadcasting <laughs> Right. And then, you know, yeah, yeah, we would think this was a test. But, you know, David had to find encouragement in himself and the Lord. And that's not easy. That's not easy because we're all human. David was known as a man after God's own heart. But he's like, look, Lord, look, God, and I'm a paraphrase. Look, these guys are after me. Does not come out the way we want. We left the women and children here, and they came back. And it's like just having those days that when you're trying to put everything in perspective, trying to put everything together, but that old, you know, Diablo, and our pastor calls it, he just keeps throwing those fiery darts, those trials after you. And many times we don't know what to do. You know, the word says, trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not to your own understanding, acknowledgement. And trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not to thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct that path. Now, many times it's not easy, you know, because we're trusting. But it's like, okay, Lord, this, this is just one more, one more. But, again, we have to know that God knows us. He knows our heart, and he knows what we're going through. He hasn't forgotten us. He hasn't 
get David. He knew what David was going through. But, you know, meantime, those tests coming, we have to learn, okay, what am I going to do? How am I going to do it? And, to, and, and many of us have to realize that sometimes, as James said, I'm going to read that as well, that tests come to build our build us, build our character. When those tests come, you got two options. Either you're going to trust God or you're going to, you know, go the way the devil wants us to go. And many of us don't want to do that. And um, and many times we go through, um, I'm going to read that as well, um, if I'm correct. If I am correct. It comes to Ecclesiastes chapter 3. I'll, I'll bring that up. But Ecclesiastes chapter 3, 1 to 8. For everything there is a season, mm. a time for every matter under heaven. Hmm. Every matter. Hmm. Every matter under heaven. So that's everything. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill, and a time to heal, a time to break down, and a time to build up, a time to weep, and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace. Embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. So that's a season. Many times, as we're going through our seasons in life, we don't know what that's, what how long that season is going to last. We don't know how long that season. I say that again. We don't know how long that season is going to last, but it won't last forever. It won't last forever. I just want to read. Nothing, basically, it's saying there's nothing new under the sun. Go ahead, Michelle. Hello? Yes, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I was just saying I wanted to read um, a scripture that kind of um, speaks to what you were saying. And it says uh, it's Isaiah 55. 8 through 9, my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. So I I think in, you know, when we're dealing with this frustration, because that, that's really what this reminds me of. It's just us becoming frustrated with how things are going. When we're dealing with that, we need to remember that, you know, we're supposed to be living out God's will and not our own. And I think that's the biggest thing where we get messed up sometimes. And I know I do, so I'm speaking personally. I I forget that it's God's will I'm supposed to be going after and not my own or God's will that I'm supposed to be living out and not my own. So all the plans that I had in mind or how I thought that everything should go is not how it was ever set up to go because things were not set up to go our way. And so I think that sometimes is what makes us disappointed or makes us frustrated in how things are going. And you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. You know, 
we have our plans, and you know, you know, when they don't go right, you know, we get frustrated, and we get stressed, and you know, God doesn't want us to be frustrated. He does not want us to be stressed. So when we read about the seasons, it basically, you know, in Ecclesiastes chapter three, it broke everything down. He said for everything, and if you break everything down, that means all. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, if you look at everything, everything means all, all things, all things of a group or class. That's the definition. The current situation, life in general. So we talking about everything. He says, in all things, there is a season. He said, a time for every matter. Well, that's kind of rough. Every matter under the heaven, every matter under heaven, every matter, you know, what does every matter detail? Everything, everything, everything that is on the whole earth. That's what God is talking about. That's what Ecclesiastes, you know, chapter 3 is talking about. There's a season for everything, and he basically broke it down. Time to die, a time to be born, a time to plant, a time to pick up, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, a time to build, a time to reap or cry, and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather together, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing. And I'm actually going to read James chapter 1. A lot of us don't like this because I'll be like, okay, God, you know. James chapter 1 starts off like, okay, this this is what James chapter 1 starts off with. James, a servant of God of the Lord um, Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes scattered among the nations. Greetings. And and my new, just the New International Version, and it says, Trials and Temptations. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because they are, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Hmm. Testing of your faith produces perseverance. How many of us like to persevere? <laughs> Is it easy? What you think, Michelle? That's definitely not easy because persevere means that you keep going no matter what comes up. And Lady, a lot of times, that's why. That's why I got you co hosting because you, you know, co hosting because you just right on the money tonight. <laughs> But yeah, sometimes we do. We 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 get easily frustrated, and we don't keep going in the direction that we know the Lord set us upon. And uh, that that is sometimes what makes the situations even more frustrating, because we we get frustrated. We stop moving in the direction that God wanted us to move in because it doesn't look like what we thought it should look like, and then we stop persevering, we stop moving forward, and then that just causes more frustration because then, like I was saying earlier, then we're out of the will of God. 
Excellent, excellent, excellent. I just, you know, I'm the, I'm the Google king. So, perseverance, steadfastness in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. So, again, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance, produces that steadfastness. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And that's verses 2 to 4. If anyone lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed, tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. And the Lord wants us to be, he wants us to persevere in what we're doing. Yes, it looks gray. It looks gray. It it can look gray. It's like you're, you're, you're not going where you need to be. But he wants us to be, he wants us to be, he wants us to persevere in everything that we do. He wants us to. He wants us to build on that. He wants us not to give up, regardless of what it looks like, how it looks like. We need to persevere. And I'm I'm actually enjoying that because I've never looked at it. You know, many times when you hear a word, but you never look at, look at it. You never look at it to understand what is going on with that word. But when you decide to look at it, he wants us regardless of what it looks like. That's why he said, trust in the Lord in all thine heart. Lean not to thy own understanding. And all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. We have, And that, we have to persevere. Regardless of what it looks like, we got to persevere. We may not understand what's coming along or what's going on, but we have to persevere. We have to say, okay, God, I don't know what it's going to be, what it looks like. I'm, I'm not understanding it. But in this season in my life right now, I'm going to trust in you. And that goes by going by putting up with that faith. That we have And they said Yeah the faith The size of a mustard seed You can move mountains So we have to have that faith And we have to use that faith So we can move those mountains You know You know And if we know We had a We did a show on faith Before in the show And you know the mustard seed Is the most Is like one of the smallest seeds around Mm-hmm. And he wants us to have that faith Along along with faith comes that perseverance You know, though we have to link that faith He said in Hebrews chapter 11 If I'm correct Now faith is confidence in what we hope for And assurance about what we do not see This is what the ancients were Commended for in chapter and verse six it says, and without faith it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to Him must believe that He exists and that He rewards those who earnestly seek Him. Mm-hmm. So as we're doing this, uh, we have to know we got to persevere. It may look hard, 
you know, we got to have that faith that's going to move those um, um, mountains. And a mountain is big. But he said, if you just have a little faith and what we know that he can do, you know, we can actually persevere. You know, when those storms come, we will be able to make it. You know, when we're going through our season, because many of us don't, you know, when we're going through our season, we don't want to go through the season. We definitely don't want to go through the season. I know I don't want to go through a season. But when, you know, who wants to go, you know, when he said count up your joy, you know, when you, you know, when those trials and tribulations come, how many of us, you know, want to say, oh, I'm happy right now because these tests I'm going through. If you really think about it, you know, I'm honest. Look, you're not counting up your joy. But he wants us to count up your joy when you face trials. And I'll read it again. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. So basically, um, he is saying that faith produces perseverance. Now, say they can hear saying that that faith produces perseverance, regardless of the storm that's going around you, going on around you. He's saying that that faith is going to help produce um, perseverance. You're listening live with Man in the Mirror with your host Hezekiah L. Montgomery, co-host Michelle Johnson. Um, and the title of today's show is When Nothing Goes Right. You can call in at 917 889 or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash and dash the mirror and join us. You know, we're just, we're having a good time. You know, you know it's not easy. You know, when you're going through your season, when we're going through our season, it's not easy. But you know, with yeah. God, you know, He's going to help us to persevere. You know, we are all, you know, no one's exempt. Sometimes people think that they're exempt from going through. No one, as long as you live on God's green earth, wherever you live at, no one is exempt from going through right now. And Not just you know, so we got to Go ahead. I wanted to say that there's a, um, there's a couple of scriptures I wanted to bring out. Because I got, this this is the thing that we need to keep in mind, and you were touching on it and what you were, were just saying a moment ago, but we need to keep in mind that uh, there is something in place for our life. There is purpose for our life. And if you read um, Jeremiah 29 and 11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you future and a hope. And so that lets us know that there's actually a purpose and a plan for our life, which people say that, but then you have to figure out if you're really living like you know that. Are you living like you know that there's a purpose and a plan for your life and that the Lord is telling you that the plans for your life, they are good and they're not disaster and they're to give you future, a future and a hope, and so that there's something positive to come from the purpose that God has laid out for you. And then in Romans 8 and 28, it says, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. Amen. So 
that goes along with us knowing that we have a purpose and a plan for our life. So if we have a purpose for our plan and a plan for our life and we love God and we feel called to this purpose and this plan, then we need to realize everything that happens. And we were talking about this on last, last week's show, I believe. Mm-hmm. Everything that happens, good or bad, in our life is all going to work out for our good, no matter what it is. So when things are happening to you, are you actually looking, you know, at the situation as working for your good and trying to figure, you know, figure out what's going on there? And I really like, I wanted to um, share this. There's a a pastor called Pat um, Rick Warren, and he um, does some online commentary and different things like that. Um, he's in, out of a church in California, but one of um, there's an article that he has, and it's called Steps for Handling Frustration. And we were talking about how when we are out of our purpose, we get frustrated and things are happening sometimes. And then sometimes we get frustrated even when we're living in our purpose, but things aren't going how we expect them to go as opposed to how God is going to have them go. And he was saying that, you know, there are several things that you should be doing when things are happening in your life. And one is you can ask yourself, did did you cause the situation? Because a lot of times, and that's what I was talking about earlier, when we get out of the will, it actually will cause us more frustration because things will not go as well because we're out of the will. So, you know, it's saying, like, for example, if you, if you run out of gas, is that is that a test or a trial, or did you just forget to look at the gas tank before you got on the road? And then that, why are you frustrated? Because you know what caused it. So, with, you know, why be frustrated? And then also, you, you have to really check and see what you can learn from the things that you go through. These are uh, a lot of times God has given us an opportunity or a chance in the things that we go through to learn lessons or to develop ourselves a little more with more faith, more perseverance that we were talking about and more trust in him. Um, And then also, are we thanking God, which is one of the things that we talked about last week? Uh, Are we thanking God when we're in the situation whether the situation is going how we thought it was supposed to go or not, are we still giving him thanks? And we would, I remember we got to that example of um, of Job and Job 1 and like 20 or whatever. I think it's like three different scriptures we were looking at but where Job, despite the situation, you know, he gave, he basically got down on his knees on the ground and gave God thanks and worshiped him. And he did not curse God's name despite the fact that he was going through the situation. And so that's definitely an example that we can take. And then it even gives a suggestion to turn your frustration into a funny moment because that lightens the situation. A lot of us will have a lot of trouble with that. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Like like I said, count up your joy. Uh-huh, right, God. Mm-hmm. Count up your joy as uh-huh. I'm going through this right now. Trouble. Yes, we're going to have trouble, but, you know, we sometimes we just have to stop taking ourselves and our lives and these, you know, worldly possessions and things that happen in life so seriously because if we do, 
you know, it'll allow us to, if we do stop taking it as so serious or this is life and death situation, then we can find, you know, our way back out of that, that dark space that we go in sometimes when things are just not going our way. And then um, the last thing he suggested is just to ask God to fill you with his love. And I love this because usually, and I'm, like I said, I'm going to speak from, I'm only going to pick on me today. Thank you. So from Thank personal, you. <laughs> from personal experience, I know that when things are not going my way or things are not going as I thought that they should, then that leads as we were talking about, to that frustration, but then a lot of times that frustration will lead to anger or you being snappy or nasty with people because you're upset that things are going this way or they're not going the way that you wanted them to, and then you treat people badly. And you don't even necessarily mean it, but it's like you're in a foul mood because of how things are going. But if we ask God to, Lord, just fill me with your love so that I don't become angry, that I'm not, you know, becoming selfish or, or irritated with everybody and and everything. So that is a blessing in itself if we can, instead of concentrating on us and what we're going through, we can concentrate on others and on loving others and doing things for others, even though we're, you know, not experiencing things as we thought we should at this moment in time, but knowing that God is still working it out for our good. So I just thought that was an excellent point. Amen, amen, amen. You're listening live with me and Amir with Hezekiah Montgomery and Michelle Johnson. We're talking about when things go wrong. And when nothing goes right, when things go wrong, same thing, you know. <laughs> and if you're if you're listening in, you can call in at nine one seven eight eight nine two two seven one, or and uh, person number one, if you want to, you know, if you have any issues that you want to talk about, you know, when things don't go right, when nothing goes right, when things go wrong, but we're just having a good time because you know, many times we're in our season. And we just have to, you know, we have. It's good to talk about your season. It's good to go through it. You know, my, you know, my, I'm going through my season. And then, like I said, we had a guest on tonight, and you know, Mr. Mal, we want you guys to keep her in prayer. But she was not able to come on because she wasn't feeling well. But she will be, you know, with us next week. So again, you know, we we have to sometimes be able to change and be flexible. It's like, okay. Um, it's a book that entrepreneurs need to buy that I was told about called What Is Your Plan B? You know, sometimes, you know, when things don't always go right, you have to have, you can't stop, you got to pivot. And that's another thing they do, you got to pivot. Like basketball, you got that one foot down, but, you know, once you lift that pivot foot, then, you know, they mark you traveling. So long as you got that one foot down, yeah, I know a little something about basketball, but once you um, got that foot planted and you moving left, right, around, long that foot is in there, you're okay. But once you pick that foot up, then they're going to mark you traveling. So sometimes we have to pivot and say, okay, what am I going to do next? You know, where are we going right now? You know, this isn't happening, but we have to keep moving. 
show uh, again. You're listening live with Madam Mary with Joe Hezekiah uh, Montgomery and co-host Michelle Johnson. We're about to take a break. And before we do that, we're going to have a few notes from our supporters. Um, and that will be Music Instructor for Our Learners, Inc., where music knows no age. If you're interested in music instruction, such as piano lessons or instrumental lessons, um, please contact us at 888-501-8650, extension 778, to set up an appointment um, to talk to our instructors. And please visit us on our website um, at www.mefile.org. Um, another sponsor is Kirby Boss Project, where Kirby Boss was created to empower, inspire, motivate, and change the lives of full-figured women. Kirby chicks are boss chicks, too, hmm. not to mention beautiful, intelligent, and talented. Please check them out on Facebook at Kirby Boss Project, and their website is www.curvyboss.com. And this song is the song of the night because we've been talking about it all night. And you tell me what you think.
to worry cause it's working for me. Yeah, it's working for me. Yeah, it's working for me. Come on, sing that out, say that. Time to heal, a time to build up. 
a time to weep and a time to laugh and a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. And what basically I want to go to the part, a time for every matter under heaven. Now, everything, yeah. everything, everything, we talked about, when we talked about every matter under heaven, that's everything that's under God. It mm-hmm. has its season. It's not going to last forever. Many times um, it looks like it's going to last forever, but it doesn't. Many times we feel like it's going to last forever, but it doesn't. And we jumped over in James chapter 1, and it's the one um, before we went to break in the show, we were laughing at because we consider pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kinds because it, because it builds perseverance. And per, and, uh, I'm getting that all wrong. Because it, you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. So, again, we touched on faith produces perseverance. And let perseverance finish its work that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And mm-hmm. perseverance, um, I came up with the definition for that and actually put that in a page. It says, a steadfast persistence in a course of action, a purpose, a state, especially in spite of difficulties, obstacles, or discouragement. And you can use tenacity in that as well. So, you know, you just keep bouncing back. You know, whatever's going on, you're a person, you get through that perseverance and you keep holding on. People probably look at you like, why is he or she still holding on to this pipe dream? Why are they still doing this? It doesn't, it looks bleak, if that's the correct word. It may look bleak, but you're like, okay, I'm going to hold on. I'm going to keep it up. God is going to get me through this. This is just a season. This season may last a day. It may last a minute. It may last a week. But when we're in our season, we can't stop. We have to continue. Um, We have to continue because we never know that at that one moment, when you decide you want to stop, that's when your breakthrough was coming. But you've never Mm -hmm. seen it because um, it's almost like, how does Steve Harvey put it? Steve Harvey put it this way. It's like he's. God would try to give you well. You go to heaven, you see all these gifts in a room. And you're like, okay, what are these here for? And he basically said that, you know, he did a chart. He had his guys thought of a chart. I was trying to give you these things, but you kept missing them because you kept stopping. You know, he basically was saying, I want you to persevere. I want you to get through because every promise and gift that I want you to get through, that I wanted you to get there, but you stopped. Now, these are the things that you could have had, could have had. I'm just paraphrasing it. But many times we, you know, when we go into that season, we're like, look, ah, this is just too much. Many, when you ask people to persevere or, you know, show them what perseverance is, many, you know, we know that many people look at us like we got three heads on because, you know, we live in an instantaneous community where or instant, you know, a micro, you know, micro, let's microwave it so I can get what I want. But that's mm. not how it is. We cannot, you know, we cannot live life like that. We have to persevere. You know, when you're going through, you know, business owners, when they're going through, business is not always going to be good all the time. You know, sometimes business is good and sometimes business is just rough. 
side, you got two choices. Either you're going to continue your business or you're going to pack up and close down. And at that right moment, you could have said that it was going to come. It could have, they could have said, hey, look, that's when your breakthrough and that business was going to take off. But what did you decide to do? You decided to stop. Mm-hmm. Any comments, Michelle? I'm just amening on that. But I, I wanted to bring out, um, actually, it's a scripture that I put into the um, event page, and it says, wait patiently for the Lord, is Psalms 27 and 14. Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. And I just wanted to bring out, because it, it made me think of um, uh, when I was at Bible study, and the pastor was talking about the waiting. And so a lot of times people uh, equip waiting with um, just basically sitting there, just twiddling their thumbs and clicking their heels and waiting for something to happen. But I love the way that the pastor broke it down because he was saying in this waiting is actually there's stuff that you're supposed to be doing. There's stuff you should be doing in your waiting. And one of the things that, uh, and we mentioned more than once today, was praying. You should be praying because you don't want to be in that position that you were just talking about, Hezekiah, when you were talking about, you know, getting off track and missing the things that God has for you or the direction that he needs you to go, missing it through your frustration or or whatever on, on his timing. So we should be praying that the Lord guide us and keep us in his will and and that he gives us this, you know, patience to endure and keep going in the in the path that he has set us on. And also we should be praising him, which we talked about today as well. And these are things that the pastor brought out that we're supposed to do in this week. And uh, we should be praising God for, you know, everything that he's done and for whatever he's doing, even if we don't know what he's doing. We talked about that earlier. We might not always know exactly what God is doing at this exact moment. It may be a mystery to us, but he will bring things to light when it's our time to know them. And so we could be, you know, doing that. And we could be going out and and doing things that we can do. Because a lot of times it isn't that, you know, when they're saying wait, it's not meaning we can't do anything. It means we can't do anything in which, I mean, I, I, Lord, we really, really try to do the impossible sometimes. But we know the impossible is for God to do. It's for us to do the possible. The things that are possible, we take care of. The things that are impossible, only God can take care of. So while we're waiting, we can do those things that we know are possible for us to take care of without trying to take over the whole situation. And these are just an example of the things that we're supposed to be doing while we're, quote, unquote, waiting. But while we're doing that, we have to be brave and we have to be courageous because sometimes it takes more courage to stand and wait for God's move than to try to create the move ourselves. Amen, amen, amen. And that's right. And that actually that um Psalm is it Psalm 
that you spoke on is actually used in a song, which actually, you know, looked on YouTube real quick while you were talking, is one of my favorite songs, you know, that we hear. You know, this is Wait on the Lord and Be of Good Courage. Yes, wait on this um, Psalms 27, as you said, and it comes from in a song called The Lord is My Light and My Salvation. And if you read the whole thing, and I'm actually going to do that because it's actually a good song. It says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it is it is my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me and my heart will not fear, though the Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident. One thing I ask from the Lord, this this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze in the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. For in the day of trouble he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his Sacred tent and set me high upon a rock. Then my head will be exalted above the enemies and surround me, above the enemies who surround me. And his sacred tent, at his sacred tent, I will be, I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Hear my voice when I call, O Lord. Be merciful to me and answer me. My heart says to you, seek his face. Your face, O Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. Do not reject me or forsake me, God my Savior. Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Teach me your way, O Lord. Lead me in the straight path because of my oppressors. Do not turn me over to the desire of my foes, for false witnesses rise up against me, spotting malicious accusations. I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. And as we know, that waiting is always the hardest thing to do. Yeah. When we're in our season, when, you know, when we, you know, when nothing goes right, when we're going through, that waiting is the hardest thing to do. You're listening live with the man in the mirror, with your host, Hezekiah L. Montgomery, and co-host Michelle Johnson, as we are discussing when nothing goes right. You can call in at 917-889-2271 or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash in dash the mirror. And we are having a good time tonight, you know, because um, as the song said, all things, you know, are intentional. And as Michelle read that verse, all things are going to work out for our good. It may not look like it. It may, you know, when you're in that storm, you're like, oh, Lord, you know, you're stressed out. You're not eating. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. you're trying to call your friends. You're going through. I mean, you, you know, some of us look pitiful after a while. It's like, but that's okay because we're only human. You know, we have to get in the Word, continue to trust God, continue to have that faith the size of a mustard seed 
just know that you're in your season. That's why I love Ecclesiastes chapter 3, because it's only a season. You know those bill collectors are going to continue to call you. Those bills are going to continue going on. You know, it looks like what they say is you got more bills than you have paycheck, but that's okay because you're going to get there. You know, things are going to happen, but you got to, you know, sometimes, as you say, you got to have your plan B, and you got to learn to pivot. You know, many times, you know, like I had to, like we had to tonight. It's like, okay, you find out three hours before the show. (laughs) It's like, okay, I guess can I make it tonight? So what do you do? You got to talk to the Lord for a second and say, okay, Lord, what are we going to do now? And then you just got to keep it moving. You know, because guess what? God is still going to honor that. You know, we are here for you. You are here for us. You know, when our listeners are listening in, we definitely learn from them, and and, and they learn from us, us, and that's a good thing, because this show this show encourages me, and I know it encourages other people. Many times I go back and listen to some of the other shows, just so, you know, you know, even go out, you know. I know what the show was about, but, you know, sometimes you want to listen and get some feedback back to yourself because you learn something new all the time. And I've just had a great time tonight. Um, you have, uh, we have, we're down to our last uh, under four minutes, Michelle. you have any closing comments? Uh, yes, actually. I just wanted to read uh, Isaiah. We didn't read Isaiah 40, did we? I don't remember no, that. we didn't. Trying to keep it straight, trying to keep it straight. I wanted to read um, Isaiah 40, 28 to 31. And it says, do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youth grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. So I just wanted to encourage our listeners tonight that if you are walking in your purpose, if you are moving in God's will, and you come against obstacles, just know that the Lord is on your side. He has your back. He has your front. He has your left. He has your right. He's He's anointed you from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet to do his will. And so knowing that, know that you will soar and you will not get tired. We may get tired in our flesh and our body. But God will renew you. He will keep renewing you over and over and over again. All you have to do is that. Amen, amen, amen. And I'm having a good time with that because, you know, we do have to ask. It's not easy. It's never easy. But that's okay. You know, we never said it was going to be easy, but that's okay. You know, we have to continue to trust him. We have to continue to read our word for encouragement because, again, as I started off, when David was going, David was a man after God's own heart. 
But David had to also learn to encourage himself in the Lord when those men were about to just do him in. And Laman's turn, they were like, they're about to, they're about to rough, David, rough David up because, you know, all their sons and daughters and wives were just gone. And they and David said, okay, God, you know, what's up, man? You know, he had to encourage himself in the Lord because, you know, he was just as human as everyone else. And many times people think just because David was a man after God's own heart that he didn't have any feelings or emotions, but he did. And, Michelle, I just want to thank you. You know, we, we had a change tonight, but you were gracious enough to go go with the flow. And we just got to keep it moving, you know. You know, we got to keep it moving. And as we're closing out, I want to thank all of those who joined us tonight. You know, all those who are listening in on the, all of you have been listening in on the internet and listening online. in on you know on your online all over the place wherever you, wherever you listening you listening. Um, I was trying to get Pastor Gill from last week on tonight, but he actually. Um, got you know was kind of busy, and I told him that's okay because I know it was last minute. But again, I like to thank all of you who've been listening in and enjoying our discussion. When nothing goes right, we have to continue knowing that we're going through our season. Let's all continue the, this process of you know what we're going through in our lives. We have to continue to trust God, knowing that He will make a way, regardless of what it looks like. As Michelle said, he got you. He got your back. Okay. And with that said, I'm actually I don't have anything else to say. We're going to make it an easy night. Um, this is Hezekiah Montgomery signing off. And as always, we'll see you at the mirror.